I'm mixing the words together. Posture. Podcast posture is posture. And my posture is to lean back in my chair, relax, because I know if I'm leaning forward, I'm just going to get too angry at you, Tom. Because we're doing this, coming at you live, in person, again, with your flask of vodka, because you didn't think I had vodka in my house. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast, coming at you from the ass end of the blue line again. It's your boy, Drunk Shy Sox fan. I am already furious at you. I don't know what happened in and my that's brain hot chemistry. Take Tommy. I, oh, yeah, I have to do the, the intro. Um, and Hot Take Tommy. Also, I am furious at you. because We're talking White Sox baseball today, folks. <laughs> We're talking the Detroit series. I was at a couple of those games. Uh, we might talk the upcoming games a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, we a couple bones to pick that we might have. And in addition to that, we're going to talk about, quote-unquote, cheating in baseball. Can I yell at you now? Am I allowed? May I? Yes, because all of this is brought to you by us, so you should rate, (laughs) subscribe, and review to this podcast. Okay, fine. Like, yes, we have to do our intro. You're right. You're right. That's how we do podcasts. That's what podcasts are. But... I, you got me drinking j- directly out of the flask instead of pouring said flask into my lacroix like I'm supposed to. What are you are you still mad about the podster? Oh, you're mad about the podster. No, I'm mad about your your attitude, my guy, since I walked in. You're so wow. <laughs> I'm lighthearted right now. I no, I I I'm planning I'd... on being abrasive this whole episode. So Ooh, Tommy's going to be the heel of the episode. Um I you know what? Embrace Look, it. Like, I'm excited. The the thing about MLB right now that's got me pissed is, you know, you, you got a Monday and you had a shitty day at work and then you look up at the schedule and you don't got a damn game in sight. You got three games scheduled. Mm-hmm. One with the fucking Rockies. Who gives a shit? One with the Padres and the Cubs, not until 10 so p.m. Okay, yeah. or whatever, So 9, No, no, 10. no. Wait, the Rockies don't play today. Whatever the You've fuck. got the Cubs and the Padres. Miami and Boston played earlier. Even stupider. And the Royals and the Angels, which I have money on. Angels suck. Royals suck. Maybe that's what I should be doing. Maybe I should get into sports betting because I have no there interest in anything going on. Actually, I need the Padres to lose. Um, but I also want the Cubs to not do good, so it's kind of st- it's a tough spot for me. It's a tough spot. But fuck, man. I mean, now what, what do I, I – like, to make the day interesting, I got to come over here to Forest Park. Wow. And talk to you. What a damn shame. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like I am just unbearable to be with. Um, no, you're not. I, I'm enjoying the beer that you provided, by the way. We're drinking a little Gamiski. Yeah, I'm just doing From a noon taster. Whistle. I'm just doing a taster. I, I did say I'm also drinking vodka out the flask, so that's true. Um, I think my cousin helped with some brewing or canning at Noon Whistle at one point. The fuck? Yeah, he knew uh, someone was like a white uh, a friend's husband or a friend's wife that worked there. And okay. Yeah. No, I, I thought you were going to say there was a white connection, as in like white people connection to the- Wife, <laughs> not white. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you the. Tr- that's where I thought you were going. I like. I didn't know. I. I, I All don't right. Know. <laughs> well, speaking of white, we should talk about the White Sox. Um, let's talk baseball because we're a baseball way to podcast. Save it. Way to save it. Definitely yeah. not a beer podcast. If you want to hear yeah. about beer, you should definitely go to the 108 yes. uh, Brew blog from Brewhand Luke. There our you guy. go. That's, that's the best source of Chicago We speak so positively beer. about Luke now. I can't well, wait yeah, till we get we, close, like so close with him that we start trashing him again. Yeah, like, no, you know, that's, like, that's like what Carrie. we need to do. Yeah, we, we need to get to a point where we are close enough with Brewhand Luke to throw him under the bus as often we do with Carrie. Also, the, I think the new unofficial official sponsor of this podcast is the Carrie McNuggets, <laughs> the which memes, I still have not the shown memes you. Memes from him. Uh, that's are, the one I haven't seen. That yet. one is excellent. But and I'll show it to you. Break time. His posture after what was that? The magical home run that he was reacting yes, to. Yes, it was the magical first home home run ever. Second home run of the year. Wall scraper. That's all I got to say about that. Hey. It was still hit the left center. It wasn't like down the line. <laughs> no, four oh two is that's that's exactly. I, even I can say that's respectable. Exactly. So 
let's talk about these games. Let's talk about these uh, this four-game series that we just had against Detroit. Um, initially, I said that if we could take three out of four out of Detroit, we're going to be in a great spot, which we are. And we did. And I'm, I'm just a little bitter about the series in, in ways, but I'm still <laughs> ultimately happy. So You're only bitter because you were at the one. No, I was at two of them. Yeah, but you were at the one shitty game. I that's was. Like, that's why you're Because bitter. it was hot as balls. Giolito, you expect him to go out there and shove. Yep. He didn't. He was hot as balls. Like he, He's hot. Especially like wearing shit. those black jerseys. I got to ask you to start. I was thinking what are your the thoughts? same thing. So okay. they came out. Yeah, they, yeah. First off, they came out in those black jerseys, and the first comment, I'm sitting next to Jameson. Jameson was with me, our buddy from college. Yep, yep. And he goes, man, they're going to be so hot in those jerseys today. And yeah. I was like, yep. You are absolutely right. I am in a Hawaiian shirt right now yeah. and a hat that uh, the 108 trucker Yeah, the trucker hat, hat got some breeze with some breathe. Through. Yeah. Yep. And shorts. And I'm like, I am hot. Yeah. No, it was like 90 fucking degrees and sunny. Yeah. Yeah. You're miserable. Gonna, yeah. Absolutely miserable and all black. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you plan the day for, like, releasing the jersey. You don't necessarily get a chance to look at the weather, and you can't you can't pull an audible as, like, a right. marketing team. So, no, I absolutely get not. it. But at the same time, like, right. that might have cost the game. Like, so, I got <laughs> it. The jerseys are nice, though. Is that you, what you were getting I to? I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on the jerseys? I, I don't like the caps. I, nobody from Chicago says Chi Town. No, no, exactly. There are no, no, no one says Chi Town. Go off. No one really says Chi Town. I absolutely agree, and that's what bugged me about them too. That's pretty much my only complaint, though. I love the black with the white pinstripes. That's a fun, like 1920s gangster kind of look, but like with the modern twist of the like kind of. I don't, I don't know, like the heather, like the leather, the, the lettering, yeah, the, the font, le yeah, all of it. It was nice. Like I liked the old style fonts of Southside or what. It was nice. It I was nice. I have a Tim. But the hat was no blains. I That's agree. All I got the. I have a Tim Anderson Chinese shipment jersey coming in. Hopefully <laughs> in the next be, month. It's gonna be so fucked up. Like I I'm I can't wait. We'll see. I can't we'll see. Wait. It was worth the twenty five dollars. Uh, we'll, I'll say we'll that. find out. We'll find out. Either right? way, it was worth the twenty five dollars. That, you do not wear that Eloy. Uh, that was the one the miss. That was the one miss. I have ordered seven, <laughs> no, multiple. I would say I've ordered probably ten jerseys off DH Gate, and that is the one that I cannot wear. You know, because I, it's that horrendous. I, because the S, the O, and the X just are so unevenly spaced <laughs> and do not. It just doesn't look like the 83 logo at all. Not Honestly, one game in September, that doesn't matter. Like, we've already won the division. You want me to wear that jersey? I need you. Not I want you. I need you to wear that jersey. I think we need to make some sort of wager where if I lose a bet or something, <laughs> I have to wear oh. that jersey. Oh, this is perfect. This is when I win the Rodon. No, when no. I win, we the already made a bet. I'm buying you. You wanted PBR, so you're getting six back. Oh, come on, let me tack oh. on. Let me tack on. Absolutely the jersey. not. Absolutely come on. not. You want? I'll tell you what. If Carlos Rodon, why are you saying if, dude? When? If Carlos Rodon wins the AL Cy Young, oh Jesus. Yeah, okay. Then I'll wear the jersey. One game to this every year. game. If he wins, the, if he wins the Cy Young. Mm -hmm. You're wearing that jersey to every home game I'm gonna take a in picture. 2022. I know there are some people on Sox Twitter who have seen this photo, but I'm going to make sure that other people see this photo of a photo of this jersey as well. It is horrendous. There's no way I could <laughs> ever wear this to every single game. You can wear year, it. Especially just... since I go to like 30 games a year, where right. you go to like three okay, games a year. Okay, we'll get there. No, I no, got... no. We're going there now. Hold on, though. Let me say this really quick. Okay. I mean, nothing fits your mantra more than that jersey. Drunk, shy Sox fan. Whoever <laughs> fucking, like, printed that jersey was on something. Oh, my gosh. Am I, am I wrong about that? So, honestly, you should wear that every time you go out. But I did not print that jersey. Anyway, <laughs> are we going to talk about this, about how you're yeah, not getting to the ballpark? I just can't fucking find a way to – I don't know what it is, man. I'm, like, always – out of t what what the real problem is is I should have gone to more games in April and May because now I'm finding myself in a situation where every time the Sox are in town I'm out of town and every time I'm in town the Sox 
are out of town. And it's fucking bogus. I mean, this is what happened to me when I went to went to California. I spent some time. I spent a whole goddamn week and a day in Oakland, and the Giants were out of town the whole tank, the whole goddamn time. But was Oakland in town? Yeah, they were in town. Oh, for, you should have saw the They athletics. were in town for half of a series, and yeah, the, the, I here's the here's. Don't what you gonna, love the Coliseum? I'm gonna say this once. Been to the Coliseum one time. One time's enough. That's it. I'm, Fair I'm enough. good. I'm straight. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see the Las Vegas A's play in a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of stirring conversations about the stadium situation that the ath- athletics, is that what we're calling them? That's what I call no, them. They're, they're nice. They're a good team um, for many folks. Um I, I, I can't trash talk them, especially because a lot of uh, good, good friends of ours are uh, athletics fans. But, um, sorry, good friends of me and my wife's. I don't know if you have any athletics fans. In the I don't. Back not a single one. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> it is a mid market franchise. So, I mean, Jerry Reinsdorf likes to think we're a mid market franchise too. He's a dipshit for that. But I can't trash talk them necessarily. I, I just, I don't find myself in a situation where. I can um, realistically see them staying there. The, the conversations went a little bit like this. Half of the people I talked to were on the side of, I need the athletics here. Every other major league franchise has left Oakland. I'm big sad about that. Uh, the other side of the conversation was, you know, the athletics are about to take blue-collar jobs by moving into the port uh, area and, like, destroying the the actual shipping industry in that specific spot in the port. So that's bogus. Well, what I've heard, is this true? Oakland has become, like, hipster town. It is. It, and like, it's hipster town with, like, a bunch of, like, tech people who live there. No, that's a thousand percent true. People don't really care about sports. And they don't care about baseball. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and if they do care about sports, they have the San Francisco Giants across the bay. Right. Um, and they can listen to them on their local, they can watch them on their local, and they can know that it's a better franchise um, as far as historically goes. And currently, they're in first fucking place, so they're doing great. And, you know, it's just tough to compete, and yeah. especially when only half the population actually gives a shit, and you have to convince the po- that, that half the population that gives a shit to vote for your team yep. as opposed to the other team. Well, I'll say this. At least my guy, K. Fids, will be happy that his hometown is is going to be getting a possible MLB franchise. So Vegas is. I don't have it. I'm excited. You know what? I might go visit actually for Bears Week uh, Five. Uh, I'm. That's that's the thing. Like Vegas is going to make more money off of having a franchise for tourism than they're going to have of absolutely having a franchise. Well. Okay, we let's hop into Sox baseball. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Absolutely. I was just about to say, holy shit! Drinking Gamiski here and talking about the A's. We were supposed to be talking about the fucking Detroit. The Detroit series, three out of four. (laughs) Let's start with game one. Lance Lynn. I'm gonna say it right now. God, he's good. The ace of this ball club. I can't argue with you anymore. I keep trying to argue with you about this. He's just got stones the size of actual Steve Stone. Like he is. (laughs) He's incredible, man. I just like I I all I want is for him to take every ounce of pine tar in the world and keep throwing that cutter. I don't, I don't know. Like that's it's the it's the sinker <laughs> that gets me. That thing has so Dude, his, much. His well, cut, the cutter does too. No, his cut is literally sinker. has the movement of a slider. I don't and it hits the zone. I don't and know how he does it. The sinker is literally like a 93 mile an hour changeup. I dude, I it's just, nuts. It's absolutely insane. Okay, every single like pitch. that kind of movement. Um, that's God, gonna lead you God. to something later. Yeah, I we'll know get... you want to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a dude who loves the long ball, Thursday was your game. You had four <laughs> solo shots. <laughs> it was incredible. I was so pissed because you remember Evan Stewart. Yeah. Okay, he was at that game, and I'm oh, like, really? why the fuck? And this is going a little bit back to what I was saying. Why the fuck is Evan Stewart? Love the man to death. Great guy. This is like some dude that we went to college with who's kind of a Red Sox fan, kind of enjoys baseball, but 
Like, it's very casual. He he lives in Chicago, and he's a Canadiens fan. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah, he's a big hockey guy. That's yeah. right. So the, And then he's at the Sox game where Yasmani is hitting dingers and fucking T.A. is hitting dingers and whatever. You know, like, I don't get to see that and, and whatever. Yeah. So I'm pissed that I don't get to go to games any, right, right now in my current state. Right. I could have gone to a game today, by the way. Oh, yeah? But guess what? No baseball game for the Sox. Fucking fuck. No baseball game for hardly anybody in the goddamn league. Whatever. Um, it's a travel day, man. It's yeah, a travel it's day. fine. I'll let it happen. Right. This one time, I'll let it happen. Speaking of the long ball. Yes. Let's get back to it. Friday night was absolutely lit. Um, just as many home runs. Two on each side. Two for Detroit. Two for the Sox. Yasmani's was probably the biggest one. I mean, you could argue that Eric Haas, Eric Hasse... Eric Hasse. Whatever you want to say his name. And by the way. Eric Ass. Uh, he's like a White Sox. Is he a future White Sox killer? I, I'm, no. I, this guy's he's, young. He's but. fucking Matt Davidson. He's going to hit like 17 oh, dingers okay. in one series and then drop off the face of the fucking All right. earth. All right. And then become an I anti-vaxxer right. in fucking Texas. I, I hope you're right. Whatever. I hope you're right. Yasmani's, though, huge. Ties up the game. So I was with our – so I went to the game officially with our college buddy Jameson. On Saturday. Why do you say officially? Did you, like, hang out with other people instead? I hung out with... Well, I didn't go with, to him with the game on Friday. Yes. Okay. I met up with him on Friday, though, because he was at the game with a couple other buddies. Now I'm tracking. Right. There we go. So, we met up. Socks were up big. He's like, yeah, Tigers aren't coming back from this, whatever. The first bomb happens. It's a one-run game. And I was like, <laughs> oh, hold your britches. Here we go. Like, this is getting real. Um, and then... Hass, Hasi, whatever. Ass. Hits the second homer to give them the one-run lead in the top of the seventh. Or no, top of the eighth. Pardon that me. Was, that was, was a six-run top of the eighth. Not a good moment, by the way. Um, and I was like, holy shit. Speaking of which, are you worried about Evan Marshall yet? <sighs> I wish I couldn't. I like, we... I don't know why we keep talking about him because, like, he feels, like, kind of inconsequential to the whole thing. But I'm – I like the guy. You know, I want him to do well. Mm -hmm. And I keep trying to sing his praises and because, tell and say that he's coming back. But yeah. I don't know, man. Because here's what I'm, re I'm remembering from this game now. Yes, there was – much alcohol consumed before, during, it's all coming back after. To you. um, it wasn't the seventh. It was a six-run seventh for, for Detroit, right? Seeing clear for the first time. Now, a bunch of those guys who were on base for um, for Detroit off of the Scope homer. Actually, he had two. Pardon me. There were five homers. Scope had two. Shoot. So did Grandal. There were the, six homers the Shoop in total homer. that game. Uh, yes, Jonathan Shoop. Never forget when I called him Jonathan Shoop, like in season one of this. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> back in like twenty. I was like, who the hell is that guy, Jonathan Shoop? <laughs> like, yeah, he's good. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, six homers in that game in total. Scope had that one. Had seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> to get uh, off of Marshall with a bunch of Keuchel's runners on. Yeah, but here's the deal: Marshall was supposed to be your seventh inning guy this year, right? Yeah, no, that's the thing. It was supposed to be Marshall, Bummer, Hendricks, and, like, insert whoever else when you just fucking – I can't let that go unnoticed. You literally threw beer – Onto my leg. Instead of your cup. Like, he was just directly keep talking about baseball, over please. his cup this is and terrible. just threw beer. Anyway, um, that was hilarious. But, yeah, he was supposed to be your guy. And now you're you got Hoyer, so you're kind of fine – but without Evan Marshall on his game, you're really kind of in a spot, I want to say. And again, like, we love the guy on this podcast. He was super fucking nice at SoxFest. I can't. Yeah, like, really talk. nice guy. Gave, a sh gave Tommy shit in particular <laughs> about the scar that's on his face. And Deservedly. He was like, Yo, how'd you get that? And he was like, oh, yeah, I got it at a bar fight. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we should. Yeah, anyway, so he's fucking funny. He's got a sense of humor. He's got a college degree. He's got a family. Like, I, I just want to cheer for the guy. I don't know. I can't help Fair. myself. And I still think he's got the shit because he's got a decent curve. He just, I think he finds himself in the same part decent of the zone. Change up. Change up's his pitch, not his curve. His, his curve is not very good. It's It doesn't move much, I'm going to be honest. But, uh, like, he... The deal, though, is he. 
I just feel like he kind of finds himself in the same part of the zone every time, and he's just like he's predictable. And I, I want him to do well, obviously, and I want him to be our seventh inning guy, obviously. But I don't know if he's got it right now. Like, let's let him fulfill the role that we thought Jose Ruiz was going to fill. And you gonna be a garbage inning guy? I at. Who steps up and takes his place? I don't know. Fucking Foster? No. Sorry. Sorry. No. At this I point, I know people were like, ooh. And at one point, I was like, maybe Garrett Crochet needs some seasoning. He's been good. Yeah. He's coming back. He's got some control issues. He's got some things to to figure out in regard to the walks. Like, for example, on uh, Friday, he had uh, he pitched one and two-third. He gave up a hit. He had two walks. But he struck out three and didn't give up a run wildly effective isn't that what you want out of your seventh inning guy you want somebody who's just gonna like fucking not not he's not your closer for a reason right he's not your setup guy for a reason but he's got the shit right if you put crochet in the right matchups i i do like him it's i wouldn't be surprised if this team's on the market for a right-handed reliever come july Okay, and I was yelling at you about like, oh, we don't let's not talk bullpen. Bullpen's fine. We can talk bullpen. We we can talk about getting somebody. I mean, here's the, the thing: you've got Matt Foster, who was okay but not great in AAA. Yeah, and then you called him up last season. You've got, uh, sorry, I don't know why I drew a blank on Cody Hoyer, right? Cody, Cody Hoyer. Um, he once again a guy who. Didn't look great as well either. Pardon me. Those were Ho- Hoyer's runs. Hoyer. I just realized that. Those were not Keiko's runs. Those were Cody Hoare's runs. Um, you were drunk, huh? Against Detroit. Yep. So, that being said, right, I've got concerns with the right-handed arms in this bullpen right now outside of Lamb and Kopech. Injured. Right. That's an issue right now, too. So hopefully he's back. Uh, apparently he was doing some sprints, though, the other day. He's looking stronger. Yeah, it's great when you're using your legs to pitch, too. Yeah, he needs to get his arms right, Steve. But what was his injury? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I'm oh, right, his ankle. Okay, well, get better ankles then. God damn it. So he's fine. No, he's fine. He'll be good, and I'm excited to have him back. But, yeah, I mean, that's I, I wouldn't be surprised if this team trades for a right-handed reliever. Really quick, in July. Bef- before we keep going on this Detroit series that we've been talking about for 22 minutes instead of five, um, is Kopech still a future? Future what? Our future ace. I mean, I think eventually you have to move into the starting rotation. Absolutely. F- no, you have to tell me definitively. Is he a future ace? Is he our future ace? Full stop. Yes. There you go. I think his stuff is, I'll be honest, I think his stuff is more legitimate than Lucas's. We've said it a bunch of times, Lucas's stuff is deception, and um, when you pitch uh, sequencing, it's sequencing and deception. That's what Lucas is. Um, Kopech stuff is, how do I put this gently? Um, Shove it up your ass? It's fuck you stuff. (laughs) Exactly. It is absolute (laughs) fuck you stuff is what it is. So Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes out there and does it. But he's also becoming a much smarter pitcher, as we've seen throughout the season. He can do the sequencing as well. Exactly. So if he's got fuck you stuff with sequencing and deception. The guy's going to be absolutely nasty. And I'm so glad that all these people that were like, oh, we need to train him. Train him. He's a head case. Yeah, fuck yourself. Exactly. Also, you said it already. Anyway, you know, I don't want to get into fan shit, but also get good fans. Like, look at the NBA right now, bro. Like, just just really quickly, how are you going to spit on players? How are you going to throw shit at players? How are you going to jump on the court to... Yeah, yeah, dumb shit. Like, way too much shit is happening with people entering... It's because people, has for- people have forgotten how to act in public at sporting events. I just That's what it is. No, no, no. You don't have to say sporting events. People have forgotten how to in act general, in public. You're right. Yeah. And it's like I don't know like if this here's my theory though, is like I don't know if this would have happened with or without COVID. Like I think people are right. getting crazier and crazier. Just like be humans for right. God's sake. Be well, humans. We to talked other super negative about Friday, but ultimately a win came out of it. Which is great. Ideal. Yeah. Honestly. 
Yoan gets on base. Abreu knocks him over. Excellent speed by Mankata to get from first to third on that. Mm-hmm. Yermin knocks him home. Easy dub. Yermin with the 0 for 25 streak capped with a 1 for 26 streak and a pitch that was not even in the Well, let me zone. ask you really quick. Let me ask you really quick. That was a great hit, though. Do you think Yermin might get sent down or DFA option, DFA'd, whatever, by the end of the season? He's got no, no. I def a zero percent chance of getting DFA'd. He's a first year guy. It's not like he like first year up. Guy, I don't know so what his options are. That's the thing. So like that's why I mentioned DFA or wh- I think whatever. He's, I think he's got so, options because by my understanding, this is his first year up in the majors, right? So this is if they he's don't got count his clock. His, yeah, I mean his count wouldn't count last year, right? No, when he, he had one at bat. bat, and I don't think anybody counted last year because so, of the weirdness of the season. That being so, said, do, do you think he's on the playoff roster? It, God, I mean, if the playoffs started today, yes, because he's still, like, even with that 0 for 25 streak, he's still batting 390 fucking 7 or something. He's some shit. not, but that's okay. Um, He, however, oh, sorry, 297. My bad, my bad. I said 3. <laughs> I meant 297. Um, No, he is still on the playoff roster right now. It really depends on how the next couple months go, who comes back and how they come back. For I think sure. is also important, Um, specifically, like, how people come back. I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting. Like, if Angle is – oh, by the way, Angle's return was – Well, I don't even want to talk about Sunday because it was hot. It sucked. The <laughs> Sox lost. We already talked about the jerseys. <laughs> yes. Whatever. Sunday, Adam Angle. Welcome back. You said don't want to talk about Sunday. Or you Saturday. You don't want to talk about Saturday. I don't Saturday. want to talk about Saturday. We already talked about Saturday. Let's yes. talk about Sunday. Yes. Adam Angle, welcome back. Adam Angle, welcome the f- Fuck back. Great catch. Correct. Amazing um, catch. And that, I mean, we don't have to talk about his at-bats because, like, this is the shit we hired him for. I I say we like I'm fucking involved. This is the shit why we have him on our team, though. Like, he, he uh, that, that, like, good God, he just saved a run. That's a positive differential right there. Holy Mother fucking shit. The, he's, yep. he's really, really – he and did one that thing, cold, too. He did that cold as shit. Exactly. Like, he walked actually, on the field and did that. I, well, that was the, what, fifth inning? It was fifth inning. I mean, but, like, you're off the field for since middle of spring training. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then you just walk up and Something steal a dinger? Something to keep in mind with Adam Engel, okay, and, and that ball that was hit. I know there were some people who were like, ooh, that read didn't look good. Um, I was listening to it on the radio, and I had to catch – you know, the replay later. But one thing to keep in mind is the wind was blowing crazy that day. It was all... I was, the, on, a, I yeah. was on a bike ride mm-hmm. that day, too, and I was like, holy cow, I feel like twice as exhausted because of the wind. The reason why that ball, the reason why he had to do that last-minute adjustment at the wall, yep. flip his glove and, and catch it the way he did, is because of that wind. It was a mm-hmm. great play to rob a homer off, off of Goodrum. Um, kudos to Adam Engel. That glove is much needed. Much needed. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't think Billy Hamilton's robbing that. He'll get to the wall real fast. I don't think he reads that. Mm. I think he misses it. I mean. Leury definitely misses it. Well, Leury is not playing center for me. God damn it. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I think Billy would get there and then make a play for it. I don't. I, I agree, though. I don't know that he makes. I think he's at the wall. When the ball's there, but misses more likely, like, right, but it, right. it looks like an average center fielder's attempt at it is what I think would happen because that's like the rest of the fucking league. I just feel it's unfair to compare the fielding of. First of all, it's so hard to quantify fielding as it is, and then For to sure. compare fielding from one good fielder to another, and specifically trying to compare somebody to Adam Angle is just not fair. Like, the guy is absolutely next level. Well, speaking of next level, Dylan sees his next level against one team in the league. <laughs> one team. And he is daddy to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, no. It, I, <laughs> I was about to be like, bro, you can't be singing that many praises. Yes, specifically against Detroit, they can just suck it. Because they're if you could pitch. I want to say he has like <laughs> 19 Ks. 
over like fifteen innings against yeah. them. Yeah, no, it's it's they look bad against him, like real bad, and with like not a single run given up against them too. He specific like if I nuts. could go four Absolutely games, nuts. four starts for Dylan Cease, I would do it against Detroit. Because that means you get everybody else rested and you have zero earned runs. I like, don't think that's how pitchers' arms work, but you don't know. That's how Jimmy Cordero's arm worked. Right. Before, About that. Before Tommy John. About that. Oh, yeah. About before we cut him, right? <laughs> before he just was an innings eater. <laughs> My bad. No, um, I'm not Ricky Renteria. I would not do that to a human being. My bad. <laughs> well, speaking of managers... Tony Larusa, second on the all-time list for manager wins. Really quick. Oh, he's giving us the cock tat. <laughs> cock tats are for managers. Nope. Cock tats are not for closers. Alex, call hey, They are for managers. <laughs> Tony Larusa. Oh, well, how about we take a quick drink break? No. We'll reconvene. We've got a couple bones to pick, and uh, we're going to talk about cheating in baseball. Indeed. Let's get drunk really quick. <laughs> <laughs> what is tuna steak? Well, it's just a cut. It's just like it's like a fat. It's just tuna. It's tuna. Hey, it's I like, had ahi tuna actually in uh. Yeah, it's it's ahi. Tuna. Yeah, yeah, I had ahi tuna in Kentucky during the bachelor party. What the fuck are you getting tuna in Kentucky for? That had to travel over. Probably a couple it was, thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, it was like rare. There. It was rare ahi tuna from Hawaii. It's delicious. I mean, low key. If every fish you get is gonna be frozen, even if it's on the coast, it, it like USDA mandates that it has to be frozen before it gets to your plate. So getting fish in Chicago, technically no different than getting fish on the coast. It's just about the cooks. There you go. That's a, that's a fact for you. Um, it's just, and it's also all about the ambiance. Because I will say I got some uh, seafood while I was in California. Fucking so good. But it was, I was, because I was looking at the ocean while I ate it. It's all about the, uh, what do you call that? The aesthetic, right? The aesthetic, yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, so what? Uh, so we I know. We're a food podcast, right? That's I right. I guess yeah, we're a food, food podcast. Food we're a beer alcohol. podcast. We're a. Food podcast, where uh, White Sox baseball podcast apparently too. You want? Know we're also a pissed off podcast from time to time. And Tom, I got a bone to pick. Ooh, let's go. All right, Tom. My bone to pick is with your one B favorite ball club, the San Francisco fucking Giants. Okay. Oh my so, god. What did they play? A three-game set against the Cubs? Four-game set against the Cubs? I don't even yeah, know what it was. Sure, whatever We'll call it, it three yeah, or four, yeah. whatever. They won all their games except for one. Mm-hmm. It was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tail this guy, uh, usually for sports bets. His name is uh, Second Half Plays. Usually gets me a little money here and there, and uh-huh. I'm very appreciative for it. However, on said day yesterday, the San Francisco Giants offense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got off to an actually great start. So I bet the Giants over three and a half runs with Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. They're at home. They play well in the afternoons, particularly on Sundays. The offense does, if you look at the numbers this year. That's like way, way, way too... Here's the thing. Kyle Hendricks has not had a great season either. He's kind of starting to get back on the up and up, especially after yesterday. Okay. Gives up three runs in the first two innings. Kyle Hendricks does. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Bet's looking great. Need one more run, right? One more run over seven more innings. What do the Giants do to me? They bend me over without lubing me. <laughs> oh, my God. And just give it to me so hard. Um, I need to, I need to tell you something really quick. You're counting on stats that are more than Cubs close. win 4-3. Yes, they do. The Giants only scored three runs, and I need four. It was a tough. L. I just needed one more. Tough L. One more over seven innings. Mind you, <laughs> you really. I are. have twenty dollars on the Giants not making the playoffs this year, Tom, and I swear to God, <laughs> they better not make the playoffs this year. They're going to lose me so much money. These <laughs> fuckers. 
You are. I I like. I knew you were mad about the way that they're taking your. I bets. officially feel more bitter about the Giants than any other ball club in Major League Baseball. Oh my God, that is. You are so extreme. I my uh, bone I, to pick is over. I knew. I knew you were angry at these teams, but look at the way that you're betting. You said you, and I quote, "The team is great offensively." On afternoons on Sunday, that is so coincidental. Those statistics, I I don't know what to I don't know what to tell you. I like what do you you're betting on like the idea that a team is better. But there's other factors I took into consideration, like second half plays told you to bet and that. the Giants also should be able to score four runs. That you forgot to consider that they're playing. Yeah, at home. Exactly. They score less runs at home. Everybody scores less runs at AT&T Park. Dude, you should know this. Barf. You should know Barf. this. You got a bone to pick, Tom? I got a bone to pick. And it's kind of going to be shorter than yours because, dude, every time I come here, the Jane Byrne interchange is still under construction. And what do I tell you? You should have done what? Taken Forest Preserve Ave, whatever, whatever. Forest Pre- Drive, Forest, Pre- Forest Preserve Road, the the street that I think goes. It's Forest Preserve Road, yeah. I fucking I just can't with Chicagoans in construction right now. I know there's two seasons in Chicago. Everybody's told me my whole life it's winter construction. I get it. I fucking get it. But it doesn't change the fact that it took my travel time from twenty fucking minutes to. 50 minutes. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for that, man. This is the guy who has lived in no further west than Park Ridge his entire life. Correct. And he doesn't understand this. No, I I completely understand it, but it's just today, man. You're officially stubborn. No wonder you love Carlos Rodon so much and believed in him all of this way. Was I wrong, though? Was I wrong about that? Good Lord. Was I wrong about Carlos Rodon? Tell, 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 say it to the fine folks of White Sox Twitter here. Was I wrong? So far, you are not. Mm-hmm. So far, you are not. And I'm probably going to owe you a six-pack of PBR Tall Boys hmm. because that's what you requested. That's is, that is what I requested. So, And I am not shamed about that. You should be a little ashamed of your beer taste. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Tom, you got something that you want to bring to the table today, though. Okay, so I did want to talk, and this is the talk of a lot of, you know, the radio stations in town and and shit like that and, and just like kind of like wider baseball right now mm-hmm. the conversation is centered around cheating um and if, you you can find it no further than white Sox twitter if you ain't cheating finish it <laughs> you ain't trying that's right um and we are a staunchly pro cheating podcast we're a staunchly pro <laughs> i don't know about cheating is the right word we're a staunchly Pro, uh, ooh, get away with it? what you advancing, can. Advancing the game for entertainment purposes podcast. That's true. And that I can't. You're going to put it politically, yes. Tom. Come on, Mr. Future Alderman. I know, <laughs> I know this is, you got to start learning. <laughs> You're going to learn today. <sighs> no, 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 no. Um, but I, I do need to say, um, this is a conversation in wider baseball right now, and you've all seen the tweets about Karen Check's tweet trading. You look at the way he's touching his glove. And we've responded with, look at the top of Liam Hendricks' hat. You know, this is pervasive in baseball right now. There's nothing you can do and or say about it. It's just everywhere you look. Every mound in ba- Crack him. Shout out to ONTAP Sportsnet. Um... It's on every mound in baseball right now. There is somebody who's going to come out with not a doctored ball. They're not scuffing the ball. But what they're doing is they're putting everything from sticky tack to uh, fucking rosin plus sunscreen plus Coca-Cola syrup plus Vaseline ball, maybe. Vaseline. You know what? Pick your poison. But. MLB has finally said this strikeout rate is probably a little excessive. And it's that's fair when you're throwing with when your major league players are throwing wiffle balls or what look like wiffle balls at 97 miles per fucking hour. I wish I could stand here and say the same thing I've always said, which is 
you know, let the substances enter the game because they're already there. But I've come to the realization that I think for the good of the game, Steve, it may be good to police this a little bit and, and, and find a substance that is acceptable for everyone to use. Because I, I, I like the idea of having some grip on the baseball for these pitchers because of how hard they're throwing. Right, absolutely. And if they don't have grip, That's my biggest thing. then they're going to hurt somebody. Absolutely. Because it's, huge. it's not going to stop them. I mean, look at Joe Kelly. He doesn't have a fucking clue where that ball is going when it leaves his hand. But he's very effective as a pitcher for the, uh, what is it, the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, the World Series winning Los Angeles Dodgers. That is correct. That That is correct. So he is an effective pitcher in this league, even though he doesn't know where the ball is going when it leaves his hand. So that's a little scary. Um, And I think that's why he's an effective pitcher. But we don't want every pitcher to be that. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but you did hit us with the Joe Kelly frown just now. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Um, don't know why I did that, but that was definitely natural. I, uh, I, I, I just don't want there to be an issue where we overcorrect to the point that nobody has control of their pitch and you get stars of the game going down to concussions or Kevin Pillar like injuries or Bryce Harper like injuries where you take in 95 plus heat to the face. You don't want that for anybody, mm-hmm. but you also don't want 30% plus strikeout rates for the entire league. And what's frustrating for me is that it took to this point to get the MLB to actually give a fuck about changing this. And yes, you gave me the fattest Joe Kelly lips in the world just now. Yeah, and if you don't know what the Joe Kelly frown is, just Google it. Just look up Joe Kelly and literally images. It'll be like most of the images on the first page. Because he just... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had an interesting message, literally funny we're bringing this up, mm-hmm. from a member of Sox Twitter slash Cubs Twitter that I've already mentioned, the Reverend K. Fids. <laughs> the Re- Trevor Bauer's <laughs> spin rates were down about 10% across the board in his first start after the substance crackdown. I don't like to center this conversation specifically around Bauer. Because it's and, and well, something he, you brought up. You said the top two spin rates were from which, uh, what teams in Major League Baseball? <laughs> By the way, this is per Matt Spiegel that I heard on the radio on the way here. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know where he got it from, but the top two jumps in spin rate, jumps in spin rate. Pardon me, jumps uh, in spin rate. Since when though? Since last I year? I believe it was twenty twenty. Okay. Um, it was the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and then number two is your Chicago White Sox. So something to keep in mind with the White Sox. Their rotation, or even their pitching in general, just got that much better as yeah. well. Okay, yeah. you added Liam Hendricks, mm-hmm. my boy Liam, <laughs> and you got Lance Lynn, who yes. depends heavily on spin rate because of how hard he's throwing. Yeah, he's literally exclusively throwing fastballs. So yeah, you need those to move if you're going to be effective. Right. Unlike Dylan Cease's start, where he threw like sixty. Plus percent breaking balls. Yeah, Lance Lynn throws like the seventy opposite. plus or eighty <laughs> yeah, plus I think percent. It's eighty plus percent. I think it's fastballs. Like whether it be a cut fastball, four yeah. seamer, sinker, it's some sort of fastball. Cut that cut e- fastball. It should be a slider. Because all right, Don Cooper, chill, hey, chill with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't Here's help. the deal. Do you think that this crackdown is going to hurt the White Sox? What sucks is it absolutely will hurt the whites. I, let me, let's go into what this crackdown even is, though, because I think a lot of people either don't know, are misinformed, haven't heard specifically word for word what this shit is. Um, so per Sports Illustrated, pitchers will reportedly be randomly and repeatedly checked by umpires and the plan may be implemented within the next 10 to 14 days. So a lot of the conversation was saying that this crackdown is coming, 
but probably not this year, probably not for a while. This is saying, like, this shit's going to happen this season, and not just this season, but soon. Starting pitchers will be checked at least twice per start. This is allegedly per Sports Illustrated through Buster only, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know, potential still, potential still, but this is coming. Starting pitchers will be checked at least twice per start with roughly eight to 10 random checks per game. You remember how this started? Funny that you bring this up too. You remember how this started? (laughs) No, we're talking about Gallegos. Yeah. We're talking about guy. No, we're talking about Gallegos. Well, that, but let's not forget what happened this year when the Sox were playing the Cardinals. Yeah. And Gallegos was on the mound. Mm Mm-hmm. And they made him switch his hat mm-hmm. because who, of who specifically Joe fucking West. Yep. As it was Joe usual. West, Joe country West <laughs> country Joe still putting himself center stage in the game somehow, some way, even though he's 80. So you can thank Joe West for old. this instead yeah. of us concentrating on how great the White Sox have been. We're talking about this because of country Joe. But I. I, I kind of side with MLB in the sense that, you know, the substance abuse of pitchers has gone a little bit too far. Like, they literally, like, look, take take a moment and go to Rob Friedman, Pitching Ninja's Twitter page, and just look at the filth these pitchers have in the league. And he, you can go to any fucking team in the goddamn MLB. So they're not just throwing hard, but they're throwing with great movement. Exactly. So be it. I mean, so be it, but how the goddamn hell are any team that doesn't have the bat-to-ball skills like the White Sox do, like, let's say, the Rockies, the the fucking... I, I was about to say Padres, but they're actually really, really good because I usually shit... I feel like I've grown up shitting on the Padres. Um, but, like... The Miami Marlins, the fucking um, Nats this year. Like, these teams can't get hits, dude. Like, I, I, what do we go to baseball games to see if you're not diehard like us and everybody listening? You go to the game to see balls and play. You just do. You go to the game to drink and see balls and play. So what's better for the t- game long term is to get this abuse issue this substance abuse issue under control not the same not this is the same guy who's so pro steroids i was literally about to say not the same as steroids why not why not the same you're so pro steroids why are you against this so much chicks dig long ball okay but this has nothing to do with long ball has everything to do with contact has everything to do with lowering the k rate you can't hit a hit a dinger without hitting the goddamn ball, Steve. You make a good point. And I'm, I'm But what I'm trying to tell you here is pitchers are just trying to catch up. Pitchers are what trying to mean? catch pitchers up. Pitchers are trying to catch up. Pitchers are literally running the league right now. Correct. Running the league. What were they doing in the last 2 years? I I get that, but except for the elite. What were they doing? I, I, I don't agree Getting with you on that. I don't agree you with you You had league, league, astronomically league high rates. Of home runs. Of home runs, right? But of they getting changed, absolutely shelved. They right? fixed that. And how do you move your way around that? They fixed that by fixing the you ball. You find an upper edge. The, the home run rate is down in baseball across the league. The no-hitter rate is way up across the league. I love this it. This is an effect of the you love it because you're little, a baseball lifer. A little Vaseline, a little whatever, don't care. It's usually sunscreen plus rosin. So basically, the same effect as Vaseline. That's what I'm trying to Vaseline tell you. Vaseline makes the ball slipperier. Slipperier. That makes it stickier. Nonetheless, whatever a guy needs to do to get some extra grip on the ball, pine tar, a little extra rosin, little whatever. Little sunscreen, little Coca-Cola syrup. Yep, don't care. All of them are legal substances. You're allowed to have a Coke, a can of Coke in the dugout, in the bullpen. You're allowed to have sunscreen because it's fucking sunny and shit on the mound. You didn't get any shade. Where You're allowed you? to have a. Moises Salou used to pee on his hands. That's the truth, by the way. I'm yeah, not sure if you know. No, no, it's that's fine. I mean, if you're gonna be a goddamn maniac about it. 
then do Don't care. your thing. Do not care one bit. I just James Karinchek, you, whatever. You Let James Karinchek be great. I, we literally two weeks ago we were just talking about this, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, you're right, Steve." My thing Let is, James Karinchek be great. Every, it doesn't matter. Everyone. Well, you think it's out of control now? The thing, no. The thing that is. You have to just own it. If you're gonna let the whole league do it, then let the whole league exactly. Do it. Let the whole league. If you're league going do it. to let, if you're going to crack down, then you're gonna have to crack down on everybody. And this is the problem that I think is gonna happen. And now it's just taking away from the game and taking away from the talent the players have. I want to see Lance Lynn. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You fucking throw a 93 mile an hour okay, sinker. Okay, don't. Throw That's where it at I'm me at like right that. now. Okay. Exactly. I want to see Lance Lynn throw the nastiest freaking sinker. I want to see James Karinchuk absolutely throw nasty stuff against us. I do not care. Because guess what? You still have to make contact. Okay. Here's the deal: make contact. Be better as a hitter. You adjust to the game. It, this game is a game of adjustments. You always make adjustments depending on the era, depending on what's going on in baseball. And just because it's a faster-changing game, just because it's a faster-changing era than the 90s were, than the 80s were, definitely than the 70s and previous were, doesn't mean that it's wrong. Grow up with the changes. Grow up with the times. But then the the adjustments to the pitchers putting sticky tack on their fingers is... To, like, I don't know, do coke right before you walk up to the plate so that you can you swing as fast as fucking possible. Backyard baseball. No, I just, you know, I you got all those little extra perks that you get in backyard baseball. Cocaine should be one of them now. You know, like, like making, you should add that. Backyard baseball rated M for mature. You got to do a line <laughs> of fucking coke. In in the you got to do a line of coke in the you dugout get, with Pablo Sanchez. You only get three lines per game. Exactly. You got to make sure know, Pablo Sanchez does one when you got runners in scoring position, so you can bout I, one. And we are not five thousand feet. We are not a pro cocaine podcast. I can I say that? <laughs> you laughed, so that's a no. I'm a pro. I'm a not. I've never done cocaine. I am not a pro. Cocaine, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I've never done cocaine in my life. I've never done cocaine. You all, everybody who's listening, probably you shouldn't be doing cocaine. So um, that line you're about to snort, uh, don't do that. I think may, we might all have right. just saved one person from doing cocaine. That's I did a good thing. I that's digress. <laughs> Where are you going with this, Tom? Where's your the, big rant? My big. What's your rant, main point? My bit. My main point Go is, ahead. what is the national perspective of baseball? It's a dying sport. I don't agree with that. I think it's a fucking thriving sport, especially because we're living in Chicago, where the two teams in baseball right now are sitting at first place, and sh and summer couldn't be better. But the national perspective remains. Why is that? You might argue it's because the balls in play are down. And one way to very easily fix this without moving the mound back, without uh, trimming the mound down, without making a dramatic change to the sport is enforcing the rules that already exist. And the problem that we've always had is that the rules that exist are not enforced. And if you're not going to enforce them, then don't enforce them and you have a game like today, which is fine if you're like you and I and you love strikeouts. It's not fine if you're not like you and I and you don't like strikeouts. Let's say that we're fans of the Texas Rangers in this day and age. We would be like, change the game, change everything about the game, throw out all the rules, let's make our team actually able to compete. But because we're White Sox fans and our team is succeeding in this climate, we're okay with it. Also might have to do with the fact that they have a bunch of three outcome players on their team. I get it. I get it. And we're... The other thing that you can keep in Build mind... Build your roster properly. Like, okay. I just, like, it comes down to that to me. It doesn't come down to rules. It doesn't come down to players having a little extra stick them on their hand. You know, like, it comes down to build your team well, do what you got to do to win. The problem within is... Within certain parameters. The problem is right? that it's not just a couple guys in the game. It's not... 20%. It's not 30%. It's not 40%. It's not 50% of pitchers. It's majority, if not the vast majority of pitchers are using substances in combination with other substances that make it so that it's nigh impossible to 
get solid contact. And I shouldn't say that. It's it's. You still got guys that are hitting well in the league. You still got guys that are hitting well in the league. Is what I gotta say. What I what I want to read here is that the elite will still be elite, no matter what you do. Awesome. Elite will still be elite. The league average hitter will good. I don't still be the league average hitter. Good. I don't need guys batting four hundred. We're not gonna have that. I I don't think you're gonna have that. Okay. You're gonna have people hitting into. You're gonna have more people hitting into double plays than striking out. Is what you're gonna end up with. You're gonna have more people grounding out and flying out than striking out. That's gonna be the difference. I think the outs will stay the same. Weren't you just bitching about how strikeout rate was too high? I, I, I'm not changing my tune. I'm saying that you're going to have lower strikeout rate, but the oh. outs will be So outs. you want more ground balls. Outs is outs. Ground you want balls. more ground balls. I want the fielders to fucking do something. Yeah. No. Sue me. Why did it happen? More three outcome baseball, baby. Babip is really good for us because we hit hard as the White Sox. Babip is not going to be good for teams like the Miami Marlins, who only hit te- hit balls ninety miles an hour or less. You know, like we also have a lot of guys that hit the ball on the ground. We had the highest ground ball percentage just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that's also not something that's favorable. So all that being said. I just don't see why this is such a big deal. It shouldn't be. If you can argue that it shouldn't be a big deal, but the powers that be and myself have decided I bet it's just a talking point. That's all I'm going to argue to you right now. Fine. That's just going to be a talking point. Okay. Nothing's going to happen by the end of this season. <clears throat> Currently rules exist that prevent players from this is from Sports Illustrated because yep. I decided mm-hmm. that apparently my words will not convince my co-host. Um Currently, rules exist that prevent players from using foreign substances to doctor the baseball, but a sort of gentleman's agreement has developed throughout the game, whereby umpires will enforce the rule if requested, only if requested to do so by a manager. Managers have been reluctant to take this step of enforcing the rule, as it could result in their own players who use foreign substances also being reprimanded. As Here's in, the problem. The biggest bitching. That Major League Baseball has had, Tom, is what? That they need to do what? Get more balls in play. And do what? Increase offense. What? The biggest issue that people have with baseball, the public has with baseball, is that it's what? Too long. And what are you going to do when you have an umpire come out to the mound and ask a pitcher to change his hat in the middle of an inning? You're just lengthening the game. Nothing is going to happen. They're going to lengthen the game this season and hopefully incite change for the seasons to come. Nope. I, I see where you're coming from, but here's here's where it comes down to. This is, again, from Sports Illustrated. A memo could be sent to teams as soon as this week. We're here's the recording deal. this Sports on June Illustrated 7th. as well. How many people are subscribing to Sports Illustrated these days? This is per ESPN. Like the, Buster only is the one who first awesome ESPN journalism. John Heyman is all all sensationalism. I get it, but this is like I nothing's I gonna happen. Where, I see where you're coming from. I disagree though, because Joe West did take the hat off of somebody this season. Uh, we do have Twitter beefs happening between Twins third baseman and fucking. Anybody, any, what was the fucking guy that Donaldson was yelling at? I don't care. There's people. You mean Gallegos, the guy who got his hat taken off by Joe West? Fine, fine, So I, I disagree with you. I think shit's about to go down. And you know what? This could, this thing is though, we could have problems coming out of pitchers changing their hats or umpires enforcing this memo in the next couple weeks. We could have this issue, like, top of mind. I'm just – I only want to bring it up because I think this is going to be happening this season. We didn't think this was going to happen this season. This could be happening this season. This could be happening in the next couple of weeks, according to credible sources. I don't care if you agree with me or not. Like Sports Illustrated, like ESPN. These are not 
fucking Fox News. Sorry, everybody who's conservative on this on this uh, listening platform. But I just think that there's going to be shit happening. Great. Nope. Not going to happen. All Sorry. Right. That's my hot take right there. It's not going to happen. Baseball needs to quicken up their game. All this does is lengthen it. Congratulations. You're going to get yourself a four-hour, 30-minute baseball game. I... I that's I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I think this is going to lengthen the pace of game and it's going to be an issue, but long-term goal of having pitchers not use illegal substances and again, it is true that these substances are illegal. The bottom line is if we get rid of those illegal substances, you're going to have more balls in play and that's what MLB in the end game would like. So I think this is coming. Three outcome baseball. That's what the MLB wants. Three outcome baseball and a quicker game. Three outcome baseball gives you a quicker game. It does give you a quick. I just. I so don't there you agree, go. Dude, I don't agree. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Come two weeks from now when Joe West is out there taking every hat off of every pitcher. I don't know, man. You're going to have a. I, I'm just going to say I told you so. Nope. Just got guys that are going to be more discreet with it. Good so. fucking luck, man. Good fucking luck. Back pocket. I will revisit. So, back pocket. Back pocket, inside glove, Uh, inside of the jersey, somewhere. Doesn't matter. And here's the problem. I don't want to see a guy get beamed with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball and jaw again have to go to the ER. Use rosin. Use That's the rosin bag that's at the back of the mouth. Rosin doesn't do enough sometimes. Then throw slower. All it is is powder. All it is is powder. Yep. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to fucking 1900 baseball where the guy is throwing as fast as 96 miles an hour. 1900 baseball. Or 90 miles an hour. I don't even know why I said 96. 1900 baseball had more shit on the ball than any any other era. Exactly. but so that's we're not gonna good bitch baseball. About Nobody fucking now. hit anything in 1900 baseball. But we also had shitty hitters. We didn't have professionals. We had guys that were trotted out there that were fucking selling milk in the morning. Yeah. Like that's what MLB baseball was back then. Okay, I, you got I guys that are actually literally professionals now. And you have the same okay? thing on the mound, so you can adjust to that. It's a game of adjustments. We've been over this. Okay, before we get at so each other's ranty. throats. If we before we get at each what other's throats, at me? what do we got coming up? A series against Toronto. Yeah, I'm going to the game on Thursday. Really stoked for it. I don't even know who's going to be on the mound on Thursday. To be honest with you, it's going to be. Huge and Rue against uh, TBD from us. TBD from us. It's but probably going to be. We moved the rotation around because Rodon got pushed back a day. Yeah. So what is it going to be like? Lynn and then Keichel? Keichel on Thursday? Yeah, I might have to see Keichel something? again. Yikes. Right. Ah, don't be mean. Di- I mean. Diamond Dallas has been more diamond than Dusty. Uh, he's been okay. He looked all right in that outing uh, that I saw him at against Detroit, but it was also Detroit. So, so what's in between Diamond and Dusty? Decent Dallas? Yo, if we get decent Dallas for the rest of the year, I'll be happy. So, <laughs> Tom, hopefully you can make it out to the ballpark sooner or later. Cause I'm telling you, I just got to be in town at the right time. I'm going to make a call to uh, Rick Hahn, who we've if heard my, for the first my, time in a long time. If my busy ass can make it out in the middle of the week, you can make it out at some point. Oh, the little shame. I'm throwing game. you under the bus. Little shame throwing game you under the bus, on. especially with your your long ass rant about how baseball needs to get fixed. I'm not You saying- want how baseball needs to get fixed? Oh. Fucking market yourself correctly. Market yourself correctly in the country, market yourself correctly overseas. Just actually reach out to fans that aren't age 30 and older. Like try age 50 and older. I mean, we you've got You've got middle-aged baseball fans right now that are decent, but at the same, I I think like to be honest with you, the thirty-five to forty-five group is more interested in baseball than basketball these days, for the most part. But at the same time, in Chicago, uh, in general, I, I I think markets are a big thing too, and how well the team's doing. But think about that, right? You're starting to lose, quote unquote, the youth. To, ba- to basketball, to football, to other sports, right? So, market yourself correctly, MLB, okay? S- highlight your Fernando Tatises. Highlight your Ronald Acuna's. Highlight your Tim Andersons, okay? 
and less, even more so less Trout, even more so more Anderson. I mean, Trout's great too. H- highlight his great shit and give him opportunities to express himself. I think here's the deal: is like MLB was like, oh, Trout, be you know boisterous and whatever. That's just not who he is. But exactly. highlight what he's good at, right? All that being said, I don't think it has anything to do with the game. I think it has everything to do with marketing. I think one thing that the MLB could do as well, make the season shorter. I think that's the best way you can market yourselves too. But no, 162 games is too long. The problem with shortening the season is because they wouldn't actually shorten it. They just take games out of the season. And what did we come in here complaining about? There's no game today. What am I supposed to do with my day? That's fine. I have other things to do, like record podcasts. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Well, here's we the were, deal, Tom. We were at each other's throats today. I was thinking about this. Rebuild or bust is done. Right. Like, the rebuild's over. The White Sox are here. They're here to stay. You're damn right. At least for a few years, right? Yeah. I mean, our farm system, the top player in our farm system right now is Jared Kelly. <laughs> He's the top player on our prospects right now Lamau, and we've seen very little of him so all that being said tom it's not rebuild or bust in han we trust it's playoffs or bust Ooh, right yeah at this point it is playoffs or bust playoffs or bust spend the money we must is that where we're going? or in han we trust we are the sons of monarchy yeah that's true that's true that's true i like this i like this a lot so playoffs or bust in Han we trust. Let's fucking go to the playoffs. Let's fucking do this. Let's fucking ride through the AL Central. And then we'll talk about the playoffs later. And if not, we riot? Oh, yeah. And then we riot. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Adios. Adios.